If you're getting focused on your fitness journey and you would like to add joining a gym to part of that process, this episode is for you because today we're going to talk about the beginner's guide to joining a gym. And yes, we are talking to more of that end user, that person that is looking to get in the gym, but I know most of our episodes are focused towards fitness professionals. So if you are the fitness professional watching this one, take note of this because there's friction points along the line that different clients are gonna be going through. And if you can figure out how to get rid of those friction points, they're gonna have a better process and they're gonna have a better experience at your gym. Welcome to Becoming the Ultimate Fitness Coach with the Jock and the Doc Podcast, where fitness meets behavioral science. Join your hosts, Scott Schutte, a seasoned personal trainer, gym owner, and 360 wellness coach, and Dr. Janine Steister, a PhD behaviorist and expert in all things behavior change, as they share their combined expertise to empower fitness professionals like you. With practical tips, cutting-edge topics, and industry-leading guests, you'll learn everything from motivation and goal setting to habit formation and overcoming obstacles. Whether you're a seasoned fitness pro or just starting off your coaching journey, Becoming the Ultimate Fitness Coach is your essential guide to mastering the art of coaching and changing lives. So, kicking off number one to our beginner's guide. I got my trusty notes here. Thank God. Getting started, started, started. is the hardest part. <laughs> As you can see. Well, we started a while ago. But yeah, <laughs> sometimes the middle is hard too. Okay, so we see this all the time with people and, and just in the, the general public. Like, they're so intimidated by the gym. And I think it's because of so much of the marketing out there. You've seen all these fit people. And you don't want to go there and you don't want to look like a fool. Do you want to look like a fool? No, no. never. Nobody does. Yeah. Nobody Even though does. it happens sometimes. Oh, but <laughs> Do tell. if you can get over that that initial hurdle of like the intimidation of going there, the the worry of how you're gonna look, the 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 worry of like the uncomfortableness of like what you're gonna to have to change, just that initial hurdle of just doing something. And we can talk about like here's the perfect program. You should be doing strength training these days and cardio these days and stretching these days. Like when people first start off, I don't care. I just want them to improve the movements. There's so many people that come in and they start working with me. And my big thing is just get them to walk more. Now they're coming to the gym, they're meeting with me. We're going over our 360 wellness coaching. But the first thing I might have them do is just increase their walking. And that's a good first step. Do I eventually want to get them in the gym strength training? Yes. But at first just increase and increasing any kind of movement, joining any kind of gym, doing anything, I'm a huge fan of. Yeah, and, and again, a big part of what you're talking about is sort of those mental barriers that keep us from starting something new that we either don't already feel prolific at or familiar with, especially if you don't have a buddy to go with initially because let's say your schedules don't mesh up or whatever it is. So part of it is just what are you worried about? And, and I've posted on this before, and, and I'm, I'm really bullish about this notion of spotlight effect. And it's a psychological phenomenon that's about the fact that we usually think, and, and I know this is true for you, that more people are looking and watching sure. us than actually are. So that the, the word spotlight effect is just a, a really great way to describe this because we can envision this. We think that everyone is looking at us. So if we, if we step through a gym, we're not wearing the right clothes or we don't understand the equipment or just something like that, like, oh my gosh, everybody's noticing. They're not. Everybody's struggling through their own stuff or, or sweating or just you know focusing on their movements or if they're working with a trainer. So to your point is just remember everybody started just like you're starting. And they've all been through this process of just getting comfortable with something new. But the fact that you thought about it and you got there and you arrived 
that is the biggest. So just get there and, and, and know that the rest of it will sort of work itself out and you'll find your own rhythm. And to your point, just moving more, doing something, and then figuring out what the perfect plan or the best plan for you is, that'll evolve. And one of my biggest recommendations for this is actually just show up at the place. You don't have to make an appointment. You don't have to sign up. You don't have to call in to do that. Just, just show up to, to some different places that you think would be good options. Talk to someone if was there, kind of see the other clientele there, talk to the trainer, like yeah. get a feel for that. Like I did the same thing when um, I, I was interested in starting jujitsu four or five years ago, and there's a couple of different places in town. So I just showed up and just kind of sit and watch the, the beginning of a class. And one of them, I just had a much better feel for it. And, and I can't put exact words on like what yeah. it was, um, but just one place I just felt more comfortable with. And I started with that and that's the one I stuck with. And so just by like showing up and getting a feel, and then, you know, we talk about this, when I say we, Dr. J talks about this behavior momentum of like, you know, if you can just, you know, show up there first and then, you know, we can, you know, kind of stack on top of that. Then you can set that appointment and then you can, you can actually sign up for something. Just kind of build. It doesn't mean that like day one that you have to like go in and join, start working out that day. Just kind of slowly make those steps and then feel more comfortable with that. Yeah. I love that. Just kind of observing your gut really gives you some good instincts oftentimes of just what feels right or those types of things. In the same breath, if you happen to show up and you're watching a class and it's a very advanced class, also don't get overwhelmed by that. Like that's one level. So again, just kind of familiarizing yourself with that and getting a sense of it, I think is a great piece of advice. The second one, it does not matter how good a shape you are when you start. We, I hear there's so many people that are like, um, I, I want to get in a little bit of better shape before I, before I start the gym. I want to lose a few pounds. And I really see this a lot of people who've like, who have trained before. And so they know that they've been at a certain level. So like, I want to get back to that level before I start, because I'm a little bit embarrassed of like what happened. It's like, listen, you know, like just get over that part. <laughs> you know, there's, there, there, there's, there's <laughs> just, just to it. It's just like that hardest part of getting started. Like, you know, there, there's not going to be a perfect time. I think it's like when people talk about like having kids, I'm like, well, I'm going to wait for this perfect time to have yeah. kids. I'm like, I don't know if there is a perfect time to do that. Just, just get started with it. Go back to it. Um, and like, don't worry about you being the one out of shape because at most gyms, there's a lot of people that are not in the best shape and that's okay. Yeah. Well, in, in it, it's, it, sometimes to me, and it is funny how we do this, is we have those thoughts, right? Like I have to be at a certain, it, it's kind of like saying I need to wash my car before I go through the car wash. Like the car wash is there to wash your car. The gym is there to help you with movement, help you get stronger, feel more comfortable with your motoric coordination, meet other people with like-minded goals, all of those things. So you having to be at a certain level to join is, is not how it's set up. So just try to kind of remember that, that that's why you're there and how cool it is if you've been at a certain level before and you're not there now, you already know what the feeling looks like. So get back in there, knock it out and, and, and get back to where you were. A lot of what we dive into when it comes to nutrition is minimal effective dose, which is the same approach that we talk about with our third step here of like ease into it with the workouts. Like the majority of the people that come to my fitness facility, they train twice a week, half an hour. And that's a great starting point. You know, are they going to put on, you know, a ton of muscle during it that way? No, probably not. Are they going to, you know, get in phenomenal, like cardiovascular shape with just doing that? No, like they need to do other things, but it's such a great starting point. So just, we're just talking about going from zero, going from an hour. Over time, do we want them to add in more? Do we want them to do some flexibility, some cardio, stuff like that? Absolutely. But we see so many people like, okay, 
I'm going to work out every day. You know, I'm going to change all these foods. I'm going to do all these different routines. And it, it's so overwhelming. Like they don't get anything done. So really set yourself up for success and start off uh, a bit easier than you think you can versus um, the all in approach. Yeah, because in, in we've all been there. When you overdo something and the next day you're sore and then the following day you're sore, then it's less likely that you're going to go back right away, right? Like, I don't feel good or that just did. And, and the, the experience is not designed to be in massive pain or there's this perception that you're not getting a good workout or any benefit unless you're sore or hurt the next day. Yeah or you hit a certain amount of something. And so, A, it's kind of unlearning that, you know, misnomer. Also, and in, in we've been listening to a lot of different podcasts and looking at some of the research on um, different things about exercise. And as I recall, there's just a lot more discussion about some exercise has such a great impact on overall health. And it's not necessarily the maximum amount of exercise, but just kind of going from very little to some more has some major um, health benefits. So again, think about your why in doing so and how that's matching up to why you're doing this and what you want to accomplish. And just feel good about what you've accomplished and know that you can add to it over time. Next one, everyone does better with some guidance. And so there's, there's a wide range here that you can do based off of your um, financial ability of like, you can go one-on-one -on -one personal training, you can go small group training, you can do large group training, you can do, um, I watched a YouTube the other day where they got a personal trainer online for like $8 an hour. And I watched it, he wasn't terrible. <laughs> I've seen worse, eight bucks an hour too. You know, there's there's even some good YouTube videos out there. Now, like that becomes a little bit more difficult because it's not tailored for you. But like, if we're talking spectrum of like, you know, hundred dollars an hour versus like zero dollars per hour, like sometimes you get what you pay for in the deal. But like having a plan when you go there is much better than like going there and you're like, okay, I don't really know how the machines work. And so I feel uncomfortable. So I'll just jump on the treadmill machine and just do this for a little bit and just, just feel worried about that. First, if you, if you create some sort of plan from watching a video or from having a coach, then you just feel way more comfortable in there and you want this comfort to come very quickly. So you'll stick with it long-term. And, you know, and I've even found myself like, uh, I've spent a good amount of my adult life in gyms. I'm pretty comfortable with them. But when I travel and I go into a different gym, sometimes I'm like, oh, things look different or mm -hmm. the, the machine's different. And I have this tendency sometimes to walk around going, I'll figure this out. And sometimes I have to catch myself too and say, why don't I just go up to the person, you know, if there's a trainer or someone that works there and say, hey, this is kind of the routine I usually do. Where are those, where is that equipment at or what's the best spot to do that? And so my point is, is that naturally sometimes we want to kind of like, I got this, I'll figure it out. I'm going to look, just, just ask. That's why people are there. And it's your experience in, in what you want to do and what you want to accomplish. And you want to walk out of there feeling like you did time well spent. So get that guidance, get those nuggets of information. And we all learn more about ourselves, what we want, what feels the best just in part by trying some things, getting some insights, and then giving feedback, and then developing our, our plans over time. The next one is having the right mindset going into this. So mm -hmm. there's several different things on here. Um, one is, think of this as, you know, I haven't met a single person that's like, I've made it. Like, I'm exactly where I wanna be in the muscle, the leanness. You know, I was, I was doing, uh, I, I do the old school caliper measurements on people still. And there's this, this one woman that's extremely lean. 
and I was measuring her and I was like, man, I don't know how these numbers can get any better. And she's like, yeah, but back here, there's still a little bit more. <laughs> At that point, I knew it was never going to happen. And so there's always more. They, we, we are very critical of ourselves. So it's easy to look in the mirror like, oh, I can have more muscle here. I can lose some more fat here. or I can be stronger here. There's all these different things. So it's a journey. So we got to think about this of like, you know, we're never going to reach a spot. And the other side of that mindset too is, is really more about this. Some people just work out to lose the weight. And working out does help with some weight loss. It's more on the nutrition side. But if we just go into this mindset of I'm just working out to lose weight, and then it's, we go a few weeks without losing weight, which will eventually hit a point, we have to, otherwise we might die, of, of hitting a point where we don't lose any weight through the tra training, we might be like, well, I'm not losing any weight anymore. Why am I still training? Yeah. Research is very clear when we talk about like long-term health when we talk about uh, you know Just cognitive function when we talk about just like feeling good There's so many benefits of the strength training of the working out of the cardiovascular work of the flexibility work That has nothing to do with the weight loss So if we come with this mindset of like I'm, I'm coming here to train to get stronger to move better to age well all these different things We're more likely to stick with it when we have a little plateau in our weight loss Yeah, and 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 it's really thinking about that exercise is just going to become part of your lifestyle and that it's just this ongoing journey, just like we know social interaction is really important for our overall mental health as well. We, The pandemic, if it wasn't clear to people prior to that, really made that clear. Where I'm going with that is there are certain things as humans that help us thrive. Social connection is one of them, movement, some form of exercise, getting that, 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 that body moving impacts all of it, also including mental health. So thinking of it as something that you want to incorporate to different degrees for different people into your lifestyle, and then how can you? So again, over time, if you think about it as like, oh, I'm a really social person and I need to get this exercise in, how can I combine the yep. two? Maybe it's a small group class where you meet any of those types of things, but just thinking about it as part of your journey and, and that it might shift and adjust at different seasons of your life, but as opposed to, I'm just doing this to get to a goal and then I'm done doing it. Because again, to your point, we know all the benefits and plus, if we just have one metric, we're gonna get discouraged at some point and then that's usually when people fall off and don't come back. So the last one we're diving into is like how to prepare. And and sometimes if, if you've been in this, if you've worked out for a long time, if you're a trainer, you're like, well, this is kind of silly. Like you wear tennis shoes and you wear some athletic clothes. But I kind of break it down to the, back to like getting started with jujitsu. And if you've ever done that, the way you tie your pants is, 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 is very unique. And I'm like, I watch new people come in all the time and like their pants are falling off because you have to pull the strings from the side and you have to go around and tie the front, which just is just a weird way to do it. They have some weird geese in there that how they're set up. But I'm like, if someone just talked to these people, like how to tie their pants, yeah. we wouldn't have this issue. We got to think about that same way. And, and I want you to think of that as you're a beginner going into this of like, okay, I need some sort of athletic type of clothing that I can move well in. And, and I bring this up because I've seen people come in with flip-flops before, wearing jeans before, wearing like a tight polo, wearing a button-up shirt, you know, all these different things of like, you know, we give out uh, t-shirts with our, our gym on it of all personal training to all the new people. And I'm amazed on how many people wear that for their, for, for their workout. And I think part of it is, um, you know, it's, it's their way of kind of fitting in. Yeah. I think the other thing is like, they're not really sure what to wear. 
and they're like, well, okay, well, they gave this to me. Maybe it means I should, I should, I should do this. So, uh, you know, just really whatever you're comfortable in, but also you can move well in is kind of the, the parameters there. So having something secure in your feet where you're actually tying them up, because if you're doing these things like, we'll do sled pushes, and those can be very easy, even if you're not in the best of shape, but if you're doing it with the sandals, it's very odd. Um, having stuff that you can move well in, you know, like having jeans with like the buttons and stuff on them, like you don't want to tear up the equipment. I definitely don't want people doing that. So just, <laughs> just simple things like that. And also just thinking of it like preparation wise too, of like knowing um, how you handle food beforehand in the sense of like, if I have some people that have much of a meal beforehand, like they, um, they get nauseous. I have some people that if they don't have something beforehand, they'll get lightheaded. Yeah. And so that, that pre-workout nutrition whether it's shake or food, is, 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 is kind of figuring out and knowing yourself on that is super important so you can do more during the workout. Um, also like knowing the lay of the land and, and that helps with the tour of the facility of like, okay, um, I don't think this happens very often and I don't think it should, but if you do get nauseous and you do need to throw up, like where's the bathroom at <laughs> or the trash can? Um, also, um, and I don't want to discourage you, that's very rare that happens, but it's good to know, like, where's the water at? Where are the towels at? Just so you feel comfortable. Like, where do you put your stuff? Like, showing up early so you're not late for your session and you're trying to figure out where to go. Like, all these little things that um, I think most of the, the, the facilities take for granted that it's super important for you to kind of work out so you have a good first experience. Yeah, and, you know, you even brought up, like, towels. Like, you know, do they have sweat towels that they provide or should you bring one? Those are okay things to ask. There is no perfect outfit, but it is one that you're comfortable in that, that, that allows you to move. And, and it's okay if the first day you're like, okay, I'm going to switch this and switch that. The pre-workout, post-workout, there's so much on social media, so many people talking about the perfect combination or this is the thing. And the reality is, is that there, there's some bumpers and parameters, but in general, to your point, is what works well for you? Do you need food before or not? All those things. And which also strengthens the idea that we talked about earlier of don't max out the first several times because you want enough bandwidth cognitively and physically to be like, how could I improve that? Would a little bit of food prior be better for me? Would having more of an empty stomach be better for me? Do I need a little bit of caffeine or what do I need or do I need to bring water along? Kind of learning yourself and that whole type of thing. So asking questions not having to do exactly what someone else is doing in that regard, but just giving yourself that grace and that that thought process of what else do I need? Even when you're doing a tour or something like that, just notice what do people have around? Are people carrying water bottles around? Is there a place to put them? All of those types of things. So Yeah, and so as we wrap things up here, and if, if you're this far in it and you're that person that's excited to get started and you're watching this to learn that is like that's so that the next step is is starting to look for places around um, that kind of match your vibe and going and just checking those out because you, it's, it's really hard to tell by just looking at a website or looking at their social media or something like that. It's really just showing up to the place and, and getting a feel for that. And if you're the trainer still watching at this point of like during all these different processes, uh, what point can you improve along your initial part with your clients to make that process better in the sense of, you know, you might think of like, well, yeah, they, they should know where to, to wear tennis shoes and a t-shirt and some shorts, but like maybe they don't. And if they come in feeling kind of uncomfortable with that, this is a point to like make sure that they don't. So as always, hopefully this was helpful and shoot us a comment if you have some thoughts on this, maybe a tip that if you're a professional or you're recently new to a gym and you think we missed, 
put it in there because we want to make sure that we're sharing as much good information as possible. Until next time.